Welcome back, everybody, to Been There, Watch That. I'm Justin. I'm here with Dave and Joe, and we're here to review another movie. Uh, check out our Facebook page. Just type in BTWTPod, also on Twitter and YouTube. And you can comment on there. Let us know if you have any movie recommendations. Also have a website, beentherewatchthat.com, that Joe keeps updated for us and does a great job. And this week is my pick. I went with the 1990 film Awakenings, and we've got uh, two pretty acclaimed actors that we were just talking great before the show. Uh, we haven't reviewed any movies with either of these actors in them. De Niro alongside Robin Williams. I had some pretty high hopes going into this, and uh, not to spoil it too much, but man, kind of a bummer of a movie. I came away a little bit bummed. What do you guys think of this one? I think it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer in one way, but also it made me pretty thankful in another. Yeah. I mean, how hard would it be to contract this, uh, I guess, disease? Right. You know, as a kid? Yeah. And slowly lose function and struggle? It's a very interesting ride. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of I always come out of movies like it, and I'm like, all right. You know, you feel bad for those folks, especially since it's based on a true story, but yeah. Yeah, the... Nominated for three Academy Awards, Best Picture, yeah. Best Actor for De Niro, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Joseph, you want to give us a rundown? Sure can. So the story is of a doctor's extraordinary work in the 1960s with a group of uh, catonic patients that he finds languishing in a Bronx hospital, speculating that their rigidity may be akin to an extreme form of Parkinsonism, he seeks permission from his skeptical superiors to treat them, treat them with L-Dopa, a drug that is used to treat Parkinson's disease at the time. So for the casting call, we have Mr. Robert De Niro. He plays Leonard Lowe, and Mr. De Niro is known for Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, and The Deer Hunter. Robin Williams plays Dr. Malcolm Sayer, and Robin's some of Robin's... Uh, Playing to fame is Mrs. Doubtfire, Good Morning Vietnam, and Goodwill Hunting, and Mork and Mindy. Julie Kavner plays El Eleanor Costello. She's known for The Simpsons and Click. John Hurd plays Dr. Kaufman. And uh, this is not the first time Mr. Hurd's on our, uh, on our list. You can go back to our archives. He's been known, he was actually the dad in Home Alone. Yeah. And right. is also known for Big. Alice Drummond plays Lucy, and Alice is known for Ace Ventura, Bet De Pet Detective, and Ghostbusters. George Martin plays Frank, and Mr. Martin's been in Dead Poet Society in One Fine Day. And Mira plays Miriam, and she's known for Heavyweights and Night at the Museum. And here's one I bet you guys did not catch, unless you've done your homework. And I didn't know this until after the fact. I did my homework, but I can't remember. I don't know what character he played. This is... Vin Diesel's first movie appearance. What? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I didn't catch that at all until I did my homework. And he plays Otterly, one of the or orderly. He plays one of the orderlies. Wow, I totally missed that one. Yeah, I did too. And of course, Mr. Vin Diesel's known for the movie Triple X, the Fast and the Furious franchise, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Crazy. Yeah, that that one was. He was one of the orderlies whenever. Leonard was trying to escape. Yeah, yeah Vin Diesel yeah. was in that. Wow. Huh. Is that the rundown, Joe? That's the rundown. Uh, you mentioned The Simpsons. Did you guys hear Marge Simpson's voice? No. No. I 
as I was watching the movie, I was like, man, that sounds like Marge Simpson. So Julie Kavner, I went and Googled it. Yeah, sure enough, she's uh, she's uh, uh, Marge. I knew she was on The Simpsons, but I didn't know. She's wow. a nurse in the uh, hospital alongside Robin Williams, and they kind of have a little bit of a, not quite a romantic interest, but she keeps asking that on dates to go get coffee. Eventually he says yes. Robin Williams, he's, I mean, he's kind of a, a bit of a recluse, bit of a, you could call a nerd or something. He likes to just go home and read books on plants and stuff like that. So he starts out with not much of a social life at all and maybe a little bit closed off. And as the movie progresses, he kind of learns a little bit from his experience, like with Robert De Niro's character, because he's been in a coma for 30 years and he comes out of it like, let's go, let's go try to meet people, let's explore the world, let's not be a recluse in our house and it kind of by the end of the movie it comes around a little bit right yeah this this movie's full of poignant moments yeah, yes for sure so Corey, I'm dying to ask what your most poignant moment was that you the kind of like the pinnacle part that you remember so I'm going to ask it now since you kind of brought it up already for each of you what okay. was the most iconic scene for you I guess well there's a scene where uh, you know, Robin Williams, part of his deal is like he's give, giving this, administering this medication. They uh, does videotapes of the results, and, you know, basically showing people that were catatonic coming out and being able to function again. And uh, towards the end of the movie, Robin Williams and Julie Kavner's characters are sitting there talking, or maybe it's the mother. And anyways, um, there's like this footage of him, of uh, Robin Williams and Robert De Niro, and. Yeah, there's this whole scene about where he's kind of questioning whether any of the work he was doing medically was worth anything, but then they was showing footage of the two of them kind of mm-hmm. pounded up, and you could see how happy, like, De Niro was to be out of that terrible situation for a bit, and yeah, that one kind of stuck with me. Basically, she, he was like, well, what was the point of all this? And yeah. She was saying, well, you made a friend out of it, and even Robert De Niro's getting Leonard. Okay. That stuck out to me. Nice. Joe, you got one or you want me to go? Yeah, I have one. I'm not saying it's the best one, but it's the first one that popped in my mind. Right, right. Was the scene where, you know, Leonard's administered to El Dopa, he comes to, but when he looks at the mirror mm-hmm. and, and there's this old man looking back at him. That's that, a good one. That that one's like... He realizes he's old. Well, you, you just got to think about the whole mind warp. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's it's kind of weird and fascinating how the brain works. Like he's been catatonic for thirty years. Literally, the lights have been on, but nobody's home. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's fully functioning again, but literally has no recollection of the last thirty years. That yeah, it's crazy to think how the brain works. Yeah. Hard to wrap my mind around. Yes. That. Yeah, and that's. I can't, so yours ties into mine a little bit. So I have two. One okay. of them is when he wants to go outside. He's like, listen, I've been in a coma for 30 years. Yes. I want to go outside and walk around. And yes. they're like, no, you're dangerous to yourself. And I and I felt so heartbroken for him. Yes. It's like, man, let the poor kid, <laughs> as an adult, yeah. go walk around. What, what, I mean, damn, what harm is it going to do? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, geez. Yeah, they don't tell him no. They kind of lead him on a little bit and say, yeah. Okay, we're going to discuss this. We'll get back to you. And then yeah. he finds out later, yeah, they said, no, you're not allowed to leave the hospital. Yeah, it's just kind of messed up. 
um, I felt really bad for him. And then the second one was when Robin Williams is like uh, with the guy, he's like up the dosage. Uh, you know, and they're just saying like five milligrams or kilograms, whatever it was. Yeah, 500 milligrams. Yeah, and then he's like, all right, uh, double it uh, and just, just, just a pinch more. Yeah. And you could, I just, I felt his, I thought that was a really good scene because I could kind of feel Robin Williams' desperation knowing that he was, you know, playing with fire right there. Right. And, um, but, you know, have to make those tough calls. And I thought Robin Williams just really, his acting right there was a home run. Yes. You could see the anguish on his face because he knew, you know, that was harmful. But it was the only way he was going to get any progress. Yeah, he he was, he knew the risk, but yeah, he was, tr- it was kind of. Had to be uh, done. The, yeah, the, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the yeah. few. Yeah, so kind of neat scenes. This movie, I felt like it was full of those kind of scenes. And, and what? What drives me nuts when I found out, and it is a complete crime, that this movie did not win any awards over yeah. it. You had Robert De Niro and Robin Williams, just those names alone. Yeah, yeah, carrying heavy weight there. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder and, who won, you know, De Niro was nominated for an Academy Award, but lost. I wonder who won that year, 1990. Well, I mean, at this point, I think it's going to be very difficult from my... From my standpoint, it would be very difficult to prove me otherwise that whoever won that year was worth more than the Robert De Niro's. Well, anybody's the the movie, Robin Williams's work, Robert De Niro's work in this movie. It's hard for me to prove to me that anybody else in in those categories that year was worth more than this. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy. There's all kinds of neat little facts with this movie, um, and I'm sure you guys have done your homework as well. But, uh, you know, Robin Williams was treated with the same drug uh, for his own Parkinson's-like symptoms shortly before his death in 2014. Wow. Yeah, I've seen that, and uh, they said part... Uh, so, I, I've watched the Robin Williams documentary, and they said that after he had developed Parkinson's, his, his he had some kind of weird version of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, memory... You know, losing your memory, it's like your brain would play tricks on you. It would, like, almost make you uh, go crazy. Yeah. It would misinform, it feed you misinformation. Gotcha. So, I'm want, now watching this, I'm wondering, and this is just purely my thoughts. Yeah. If Robin Williams taking L do- uh, the L-Dopa, if that helped trigger... That kind of Alzheimer's kind of side kind of effect. Yeah, side but, effects might. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like it's okay. kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, now that we've seen the movie and and what happens, because he kind of had a front row seat to that, and this is based on true story. Yeah, you know, and he did a lot of homework with it to where. Um, but I do you find know, it. with the patients and everything, and I could see him saying, "Wait a minute," you know. And if you're not familiar, Robin Williams committed suicide. Uh, I guess in 2000. 14. 14, August. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's a tragic deal to lose such a gifted actor and comedian. Yes. But, um, you know, maybe he saw a little bit of something he didn't want to see in this movie, and it's like, yep, okay, time out. I don't know, it's hard to tell. Yeah, but it is interesting that it comes full circle. He does a movie yeah. about Parkinson's and about a about a drug that was used to help treat it. And all, unfortunately, there was negative effects. Mm-hmm. But he, he unfortunately developed Parkinson's as well. And yeah, use the it, same drug. And this was brought on by a virus that the kids were exposed to when they were little. Encephalitis. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Robert De Niro, I mean, Robin Williams puts that together, kind of does his detective work and says, wait, all these people that are catatonic, they survived this illness as a child and then it came back to haunt them later. Yeah. Affected the brain and messed it up. Uh, Kevin Costner was nominated in 1990 alongside De Niro in Dances with Wolves, but the winner that year, Jeremy Irons, Reversal of Fortune. What? Dances with Wolves didn't get it either? Nope. Okay, I was getting ready to say, I've never okay. even heard of Reversal of Fortune. Me either. I was getting ready to say, okay, I retract my statement because Dances with Wolves is one of those timeless movies, although I've not seen it, but I've, you know, it's one that everybody's talked about. Some so, but now that's, yeah. now, now that's complete crime. <laughs> that, that just makes my statement even more that some movie that, Justin, have you ever heard of that movie? No. Guess okay. what's going to be on Justin's list next. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, what was it called? Reversal of Fortune? Yep. Reversal of Fortune. 1990 film. I've never even heard of this. Well, okay, the only name that I'm seeing that has any merit is Glenn Close. Yeah, Jeremy Irons, Glenn Close. about a socialite who inexplicably slips into an irreversible coma. Police suspect foul play. Her husband's the suspect. Found guilty of murder. Klaus granted retrial and hires a big-time showboat lawyer, Alan somebody. Played by Ron Silver. Best Picture nominees. Uh, Awakenings, Godfather Part Three, Goodfellas, Winner, Dances with Wolves. So Awakenings wow. lost to Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Okay, now then, okay. That I, I can I see. Will, yeah, I can Wolves see that. pretty iconic film. But Reversal of Fortune, that... Man. What a fiasco. What did uh, Cena think of this one, Joe? She was very entertained. Yeah? Really? Yes. Good. So inf- uh, encephalitis is still a thing. Can be caused by bacterial or viral. In some cases, a result of immune system disorder. Mild cases, no symptoms or mild flu-like symptoms. Severe can be life-threatening. Obviously, immediate medical attention is needed. Yeah. Confusion, I, uh, hallucinations, seizures, weakness, loss of sensation. In college, I roomed with a young man that had that. No way. Yeah, no, no. He'd have seizures sometimes. He was actually driving a car at one point and had a seizure and wrecked. Oh wow. But no one got hurt, thankfully. Yeah, it's basically like a buildup of fluid on the brain. Yeah, really? it needs to be like surgically drained periodically. I think. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a serious, scary thing. Hmm. So, in mild cases, the inflammation will likely resolve itself in a few days, weeks, or months for severe cases. Sometimes permanent brain damage or death. I thought the scenes at the beginning of the movie. Where you know they show these young boys like basically in the 1920s or something, mm-hmm. and just running around being kids, and then slowly like some weird things start happening with with the boy. Yeah, he starts hands start shaking. Yeah, yeah his hands, and then yeah, he kind of would sit in his room just staring off and kind of be locked in. A... And then there's that part of the movie, remember where uh, like people would get stuck. But then they realize if you go up and like do physical contact, that could get him moving again. Yeah. Like he'd, he'd be sitting there writing and just 
totally freeze, but then you come over and kind of give them a pat on the back and start running. Yeah, you just kind of kick them back in gear. I did wonder, watching it, I wonder how much liberty they took with being totally accurate or if anything they played up for the movie that the actual, what the effects were and it kind of, I wondered if they did actually did that field trip in real life. Remember they all, yeah, all went the to the patients yeah. got on a bus and went to the museum and yeah. went dancing. And stuff. Anyway, he wanted to take them somewhere boring and they're all like, yeah. listen, we're back to life here. <laughs> yeah. We need to do something exciting because this is, yeah. I, he's like, what other exciting place is there? <laughs> from, from my, of course, now I've not read the book, but from, from my research, Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen a lot of well they they the movie showed them doing this but they didn't never did that yeah. I didn't see right. hardly any of that so I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to speculate and say they, they must have kept pretty pretty close to accurate on yeah. on the the events I mean with with some minor Hollywood gloss yeah. I mean that that just comes with the territory but right. yeah any, that, any idea on the budget for this one. Uh, let's see. I did not, but um, based off of the American neurosurgeon Malcolm Sayer, and then uh, they said Robin Williams portrayed a very close physical res- resemblance of him. And uh, the final credit acting role of Jan Saint, I don't know who that is or what that's about. Uh, probably one of the old ladies, older ladies in the. Yeah, I don't see her listed. Jan Saint. Yeah. So the budget for this movie was thirty-one million dollars estimated, and it made like forty million or fifty-two million worldwide. Yeah. Uh he was in a he was in the movie. He's the man that got hit with the ball that didn't catch it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, was, that was his role. Yeah, nicely done. I love the scene with the lady with the pen. <laughs> Robin's sitting there talking to her, and he takes out the pen and clicks, and she just immediately starts screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did you see later on when they walked out of the room, and she was sitting there with one of the other yeah. doctors, and they covered their pockets up. How yeah. are you today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. I wa- I watched one of the trailers before the movie. Before I watched the movie, and and it f- showed a lot of lighthearted scenes, like the like he clicking the pen and the lady mm-hmm. screaming. I thought. Okay, this is gonna be a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. Boy, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, while filming the scene with Doctor Sayer and and the security guards attempt to restrain Leonard, Robert Williams accidentally hit yeah. Robert De Niro. Broke his nose. his nose. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How funny is that? But but De Niro later commented that his nose had been broken before in the opposite direction, so the injury just kind of straightened it back out. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I mean, talking about this film and kind of criti- critiquing it is so weird because it is a good movie. Yes, it's an, it it intrigues me because it's based on a true story. Right. And then you know Robin Williams and De Niro are just home run hitters. Yeah. Wow. And then working together like that, De Niro did a fantastic job and and from robin williams standpoint robin williams is known for mark and mindy good morning mm-hmm. vietnam mrs doubtfire all comedy classics don't get me wrong yep. but this is a really more serious role well that's and knocked it out of the park i think he kind of went down this road a little bit with patch adams yes. you know he was kind of a goofball in patch adams but also had that serious doctor mentality right and I feel like this is just an extension of that. Yeah. And I don't know which one was first. This one. 
Okay. Patch Adams came later. Okay, so I think then he channeled some of this role into Patch Adams as you know a caring, thoughtful doctor that just goes out of his way, lives his work. Yeah, Robin Williams, his if you look at his whole movie library, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire and stuff like that, that's what everybody remembers, but he was a much more gifted actor than a lot of people realize. Here he is in a complete serious role like this, and... And we didn't get the the funny, goofy side of Robin Williams that yep. we all know and love. Yeah. But yet, this movie, Goodwill Hunting, completely out of his wheel, quote unquote wheelhouse that everybody knows and loves. Obviously, it's not it's still within his wheelhouse because he does oh, yeah. a phenomenal job. And then the one movie that I really like of his that a lot of people kind of dump on one hour photo that creeper value. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's this high strung. Uh, you know, larger than life person, but then in one hour photo, he's this complete psychotic creeper, completely two different yeah. uh, people. Yeah, we sometimes we talk about. Can you imagine anyone else in the role? And with Goodwill Hunting, uh, there's no way I can imagine somebody oh, doing yeah. it as well as he did it. That's a great movie. point. Another caring doctor role. Robin Williams, man, more so much more than a comedian. Well, so huh. now Justin, since Justin brought it up, do we want to play? Because I I have a f- interesting little tidbit on on replacements, but do we want to play? Uh, who'd you rather? Who would you rather see play? Or or could you see play a game? Or could you see? Could you see someone else in any of these roles? I could not. I think they they nailed it. It's one of those films that. You know, Robin Williams, obviously, like you said, Joe, with One Hour Photo and Patch Adams and the other roles he's played, he's always had that part of him that's kind of that caring doctor. You know, even though he's a little goofy, a little funny, still you could see him, you know, and, and Justin Great, right on the money with Goodwill Hunting. You know, he's that doctor that's thoughtful and caring and sees more than what most people do. He could play a much more serious role than what people yeah, give him credit for. Yeah, and what they liked for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he was a home run and De Niro just smashed it. Yes. You know, he, he played the role perfectly. He had that touch of, uh, undertone about him that said, Hey, this is serious. And you know, my, he felt like, like, especially the hospital scene that I talked about where, you know, he wanted to go outside, his rights were violated and he wanted to stand up for himself. He didn't quite know how, cause he right. was still a kid. Right. You know, and I thought he just portrayed that so well. Cause that's what I got out of that scene. I thought it was poignant because he was an 11 year old kid. You know, trying to explain, as he's in a man's body, yeah, how he missed so much of life, and he wanted to recapture a little bit, of it, and it yeah. was unfair, you know, that they weren't letting him. And yeah, he was but literally he was a kid trying to argue. Yeah, he was literally eleven year old trapped in a forty year old's body. Yeah, you know, and, and just, just and he was trying to deal with it as an eleven year old kid. Yeah, but you look at him and you're like, ah, surely an adult would have a better argument. Well, it's because he's eleven. Yeah, and so much. I mean, thirty years, so much had changed. Yeah, and he wanted to see it, and and, and he doesn't and. He, like exactly right he has the emotional maturity of an 11 year old mm-hmm. because that's the last thing he remembers oh yeah you know and here's a, a he's kind of twitter baited on the girl that has been coming to the yeah <laughs> so he's got that boyish thing of like yep oh girl girl, girl. a girl and i don't know what to do about it yeah. yeah yeah and i thought that you know that's a good point the nurse that you know liked Robin williams i thought she was just mousy enough to pull that off yeah you know and then uh what was the other guy the main doctor that he had to answer to Oh, uh, Dr. Kaufman. Yeah, John Hurd. 
Yeah, yeah John Hurt. There you go. Yeah, Doctor Coffee. I thought he played great. He's just enough of a stuck up kind of guy. Yeah, you like, just... yep. But he ended up being a pretty good guy in the end. But in the beginning, I was like, perfect. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of, he just kind of put off a little bit of arrogance. Yeah, just like I want to hate you, but it's one of those I know why you're doing this because mm-hmm. you're looking out for the patient's safety, but you're also being a jerk about it. And you just you just want to hate him, but you can't. You just can't. Yeah, he comes out in the end as a good guy. Yeah, but yeah, in the beginning, I was like, man, you know. And again, it's us reviewing these films because I'd seen Awakenings a long time ago, but you know, once you start looking at him to critique them it changes your perception and and i knew joey i know you like to answer ask that you know who would you replace yeah so i was thinking about it even as we went and i was just like man i don't i don't know they you know it, it was pretty well a pretty good laid out cast well, one element of the storyline is like this l dopa drug i mean it basically it performs like a miracle at first but then mm-hmm. the effects slowly wear off so there's this progression where i mean robert de niro's character leonard is basically good as new for a while, but then, man, it starts deteriorating fast. Yeah, yeah. tremors and shakes. Uncontrollable and... shakes. And I thought that was, like, pretty rough and heartbreaking where he's he's wanting to meet with this girl that we mentioned and just chat, and he's got an interest in her. And now he has these shakes, and he's like, wow, she's not even going to want to have anything mm-hmm. to do with me anymore. I'm not... And he's... The two of them sitting in the cafeteria where before he was kind of smooth and yep. together with it now he's like sitting in front of her totally having these these twitches and shakes and stuff man that was rough that yeah. was a tough part of the movie yeah i wanted him to get a kiss or something in before he got to that point but again i've seen a movie before and i was like oh man yeah rough. let the poor kid experience a little bit of life have some human interaction and it just deteriorated too fast and he basically gets up from the table and says like well we won't be seeing each other anymore because basically i'm sick again and mm-hmm. she uh makes the, you know, does the right thing and doesn't, you know, totally let that keep her from, like, uh, continuing to talk to him. She uh, helps him out, basically tries to help him get his tremors under control. That was was a nice moment. Yeah, yeah, knowing that human touch kind of helped a little bit, Mm -hmm. that was a nice moment. So, so Justin, do you have any, would you rather, or who'd you rather see characters? I think I'm with Dave on this, and I can't picture anybody else most of these roles. Okay, so. The nurse, I think the nurse, she could have, there could have been other actors. Oh. Uh, the main I, nurse, the main nurse Julie Kavanagh. I kind of thought was she was just, I mean, I know it sounds a little mean, but just homely enough to be that nurse that doesn't have any romantic interest because she kind of mousy. Sure, yeah. Sure. And then, you know, of course she's interested in Robin Williams because she sees a lot of good character in him and, you know, knows that he's a knucklehead that can't lift his head up out of the books to realize that she likes him. Yeah. <laughs> But she just kind of waits him out. So I, I thought she did a really good job with that. Now, you know, if you got somebody that was more, uh, more of a like a seductress, or um, I don't know, I, I just kind of thought she was middle of the road. Yeah. Which played into it because if she was, uh, if she was know, kind it, of the over the top kind of yeah if supermodel was, type you yeah wouldn't, you the, wouldn't call it right wouldn't she wouldn't it. be single especially at that point or she wouldn't be working in the hospital giving right. her time but right. you know she just had that nice middle of the road you know going to care for her patients you know just do her job do it well right and you know but then again she wasn't so so far down the food chain that a doctor wouldn't look at her and say well you know we're not in the same scale right you know she was just middle of the road, which I thought was perfect. Right. So, I don't know. 
So that's my take on that one. So Penny Marshall at first actually wanted Bill Murray to play Leonard Lowe. Yeah, what in the world is that about? And but, Bill Murray. Yeah, but she decided against it because she didn't want the audience to expect a comedy. Well, yeah, I'd say Bill Murray's comedy more comedy piled on top of comedy. Yeah, so I, it's like I could not. Mm-mm. You know, Bill Murray's a phenomenal actor, and we've oh, yeah, and yeah. we've reviewed a lot about Bob. But I I agree with it. This was a good call because Robin Williams and Bill Murray, both phenomenal comedians, both of them together, would not work. I mean, could they pull it off? Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But I I think she hit the nail on the head that if you see those two on a movie poster, you're going to expect a comedy. Oh yeah, for sure. Interesting. And I thought Penelope Miller, that played the young lady, I thought that was pretty good. She was convincing. Again, not a supermodel. You know, had that kind of demeanor of, I'm just an all-American girl that's, you know, visiting the hospital for family and right. pretty regimented about it, you know, and, and would have a polite interest in Leonard and, you know, would, as Justin said, do the right thing. You know, she wasn't rude. Uh, I thought she carried that off well. Yeah. Yeah, she leaves the hospital, and that's pretty much where it has to end for the day for Leonard. He has to, like, watch her through the window as she goes out into the real world, and he's stuck at that hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, I, I felt Leonard whenever he they was sitting there, the, the first time they sit down together, and he goes, she goes, so, so what are you doing here? And he goes, mm-hmm. I live here. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. You know, a little bit of a pause, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you you just couldn't, you yeah. you can't, but feel for the poor guy. I mean, yeah. because he he's realizing the world sees me as normal, but yet I'm not. It's just yeah. that punch in the gut. That, yeah, gosh. Yeah, at the end, I mean, it basically says these positive results that they were having. I mean, it only lasted like one summer and then pretty much all these people went back catatonic again. Yeah. They had that one summer to kind of live for a little bit, for like one last time. Like, man, some heavy stuff in this one. Yes. My request, Dave, is a light pick next time, but you do what you will. <laughs> Bring us some feel-good comedy. Why you gotta something. go blow my movie out of the water before you even announce it, man? <laughs> yeah. That's just me. Oh, uh, yeah. Part of me was like, man, I picked a bit of a bummer on this one. But if you guys liked it. I thought it was inspirational just because, you know, it's always nice. I took it as a, you know, Robbins Williams fighting the good fight. He could have come in there like, you know, like they told him, well, you want the job, right? And he's like, man, I don't know anything about this. And yet, you know, he goes in and does a 180 degree turn for these patients. And like he told the mom, hey, you know, the good part of this is that he's got you. You know, you get to see your son again. Your son will get to see you. And you know, how's that bad? And so he took a situation that was just crazy. You know, his first couple of days there, I, I mean, mind-blowing. Um, his mom was kind of stuck in the mindset that he was still a boy, too. Remember yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, she didn't want him to Leonard, he's talking back and being wild. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like she had never seen him in that way. She was always his caretaker, and before that he was a boy, so she yeah. had never seen him. And she, yeah, she Robert had to be like, well, he's a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she didn't get to experience the slapping him in the back of the head at 15 for, for <laughs> running his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. And I thought she did a pretty good job, too. And I, from a parent's standpoint, I could not imagine watching my child literally for 30 years yeah. 
just deteriorate be, to nothing. Be, 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 basically be a vegetable. Yeah. And then literally just walk in one day and back to normal. Yeah. I, that that one hit me hard. Isn't that crazy? Crazy to think in those terms, but, you know. Was there anything that surprised you about the movie? Was there any, like, hidden surprises? And you're like, ooh, didn't see that coming? Justin, you want to take this one first? Uh, I'll go. Yeah, go the tennis ball thing. Yes. Yeah. When he said he was like, hey, watch this. And he throws a tennis ball. I did not see them coming to where they'd grab it. Yeah. And, and then the, po- like, the, the poker cards, too. Yeah, I, I was just like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. And when uh, he's like, hey, watch, watch this. this. <laughs> we got to play the first card. Boom. And yeah. But it, what I would like to know in that scene is were they actually playing cards in order or were they just slapping them down? I'd say they're right. just slapping them down. Yeah. So, so Justin, what? Well, yeah, now it's kind of weird how they're catching this ball and then the doctor, the, you know, He's kind of the snooty guy. He's like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a reflex. It's like, I don't know. It seems like more than a reflex. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Joe? Surprises? Yes. The, what really hit me was at the end to see the progress they made. Yeah. And literally back to square one. Yeah. That That one got me. Yeah, the, uh, like yeah. the scene where he goes out into the water, you know, he's like, oh, don't, you know, you're going to, and I was like, man, let the kid go. Mm-hmm. My gosh, I felt so bad, because, you know, you, you, I felt bad because they didn't realize they were on a short window. Yeah. They could well, have well, taken, take them on field trips every single day. Yeah. You know, go see whatever, go, you know, I don't care, go see something. Right, but but into their defense, how, yeah, how, I mean, how you, you, you didn't know, but right. they kind of hinted at it because they had to keep up in the dosages. Right. And that, I was like, yep, you're on, you know, you're running out of time on that one. But, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you, Joe, too. I was, kind of didn't see that coming of, uh, all this is just going to go away pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how drugs work. Build up a tolerance, cause side effects, something's got to give. Yeah. Aren't you guys ready to rate it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys are going to be high. I think you're going to be a little higher than me. Uh, I'm an overflowing large. Okay. All right. I'm Uh, overflowing medium on this one. Yeah. Overflowing large just because I I dig the think pieces, you know, and I thought this was a good think piece. I think, uh, you know, this is for someone that wants to watch it and wants to think about how life works. And, you know, and like I said, it really hit me to where, you know, they only had that summer. Yeah. Man, you start thinking about your life and Joe like you said you know if you have kids which I do you know to see them deteriorate and you know turn into a vegetable and then to get them back even for a glimpse is pretty wild to think about yeah you know it kind of hits home and you're like oh man how would you handle that so I thought with all those good things I couldn't really find a negative uh, especially with such a strong cast right I couldn't find negatives either in terms of then what the heck a, a medium I just Come didn't on, enjoy man. it though that's the thing oh uh. It's like, yeah, it was well done, but it's not a movie I particularly liked, so that's right. Didn't have the action yeah. that Dances with Wolves yeah. had? Or Reversal of Fortune? What the yeah, there were pretty much <laughs> zero action scenes. I feel cheated for this cast, because I feel like it did a really good job. Absolutely. But And I haven't seen Reversal of Fortune, but I'm not watching that out of spite now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely on our Do Not Watch list. Yeah. Anyway, Joseph, what about you? Okay, so... This, guys, honestly, this one, this one was a hard one for me to watch. Yeah, my dad was recently diagnosed with Parkinson's, so oh, this gosh. one kind of, yeah, this home. one kind of hit home with me. Um, very great cast. Mm-hmm. 
uh, very, uh, although the ending, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> that's all right. No, I understand, man. That's that's tough. And then, you know, when it's related to you personally, that's a big deal. Yeah. And that's why I say with the kids and stuff, you know, that's, that's what it let me down that road of, man, if that was my kid at 10, knowing that, you know, and it's hard because between 10 and like 20, there's a lot of life there. Yeah. You know, that they, he missed, you know, girls, that'd be a big one. I mean, I, you know, I have an 18 year old son and you know, what's on his forefront yeah, <laughs> 100% of the time. Yeah. You know, well, no, 99% of the time. Right. Know, there is some soccer in there for him, but, uh, you know, it's girls, girls, and girls, and, you know, not not anything bad, but you know what I mean. It's right. just, it's what boys do, and girls do the same thing with boys, and, you know. Right. But there's so much of that that you miss if you were, were to exactly what happened to Leonard, to have that decade wiped out. Right. Uh, just that decade, and then you go ahead into the 20s. Like, he never learned to drive. Yeah, just little things I mean, we take for granted. Yeah, getting to, yeah. getting to drive somewhere. You know, he never got to learn to drive. He didn't get the to, to experience, you know, like going into the water. Right. I mean, my gosh, that would be so hard to skip out all the times that I went swimming between the time I was 10 until the time I was 40. Yeah. Just swimming. Yeah, that's craziness to yeah, think in and, those and, terms. So, and Justin and I, we're not forty yet. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> no saying I'm old, Joe. No, to, but to, the experiences that we haven't even experienced yet. Yeah. To to throw into the, all that. So okay, so I'm good now. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I just I was following up on your idea that right. you know this movie could really uh, play with your emotions because yeah. there's so much there if you want to think about. It. But that's what I liked about it. Right. You know, that's why I give it an overflowing large, and Justin gets cheated out of it with an overflowing medium because, <laughs> you know, so lack of action, I guess. I don't know. It wasn't any explosion. <laughs> <laughs> they did throw a tennis ball and hit a guy in the head, though, Justin. Come on, man. And so the when when we, when we got to see the progress with the, the medicine and everybody's going back to normal, that was that was exciting. Yeah, and yeah, then, it had and an then, upswing. Then get hit with reality at the end. That was that was hard, but like I said, seeing my dad go through this, yeah, uh, it gives hope. Yeah, that there's something there. You know, this was back in the '60s, and the progress oh, that they gosh, have made yeah. since then it's it's amazing. Yeah. So while I was watching it, I actually uh, went on to the Michael J. Fox Foundation website. Yeah, my dad's been researching the, the daylights out of this since he oh, was yeah. diagnosed and the the michael j fox foundation is a great tool and and i know i'm kind of sidebarring guys i'm no, sorry that's all right hey uh it's uh, if you or someone you know well i'll, I'll save this towards the end so back to the review <laughs> guys throw it out now yeah man. No, I'll, I'll save my public service announcement after after i get the review <laughs> So the the wild ride I was on, and I love the movie. So it's a full on mop bucket for me, no questions asked. Really? Yes. Wow. The cast, the story, I, I'm the with personal you. connection, I mean, full on mop bucket. I understand it completely because where's the downside? And Justin, where's the downside? It gets downgraded <laughs> to medium. That's what I want to know. Was there like a list? No, just not enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. I think because sure. it was sad, or I think what? Sure, but yeah, yeah, just sad and yeah. You walked away just bummed. Yep. Okay. That's, I mean, I, I kind of understand that. Yeah, but yeah, it's fully justifiable. Yeah, I understand with, it. Yeah, I mean, it it it's it's not your it, it's not. It's not Mrs. something I wanted to watch. 
I appreciate it, and it's definitely well would, done. Would you recommend it to someone else and say, hey, if you want a good think piece? Well, or, that, or what would you say about this? That, uh, hey, if you like... Um, you like deep, feeling sad afterwards, watch this movie. <laughs> some stuff with some real emotion to it, and you're okay with that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah some, like you said, something to think about. And, I mean, there is an element to it of, man, aren't we lucky? Yeah, people that... You, it makes you appreciate life a little bit more like uh, Robin Williams' character does by the end, where he's like, wow, wait, there's a, got a lot to be thankful for, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I liked it. He got his nose out of the book and asked the girl out for coffee. Yeah. You know, and that's, that, to me, at the end, I was like, all right, he, he yep. gets it. You know, he yeah, gets yeah, it. He's going to take advantage of this. Yeah, there there was a little little nugget of, of joy at the end of the movie. He wasn't completely, right. <laughs> wasn't completely depressed. Man, this puts me on a, in a tough spot. So you're saying now my my pick next has to be uplifting. <laughs> <sighs> Crap. Okay, well, okay, so... That doesn't for, really fall in my wheelhouse. I was going to say, for starters, did you already have a pick determined before you I came did, in? I did, but now I'm not going to. Justin talked me out of it. <laughs> I mean, I'll survive, but... No, uh, it's fine. I could use a little pick-me-up. Whatever. Just being mean about it. Yeah. Uh, the, the the numbers show it, Justin. Another another, uh, well, I mean, another grand slam. I'm thrilled that you guys liked it more than me. And, you know, I'd rather it be that way than... <laughs> than, than I thought it was great Another Howard the Duck. Yeah. 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 All right, all right. Well, so so Dave, can I? You want me to go ahead and do my little public service announcement? You, yes, while you're, please do. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna look and see, pick out another movie since Justin just submarine me out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if nowhere, Justin, nowhere. If you or someone you know and love is uh, being diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, please check out the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Uh, they do phenomenal work. Their website shows uh, it's michaeljfox.org and uh, you can find all kinds of information. And the Michael J. Fox Foundation is absolutely paying us zero dollars out of this. This is a uh, an organization that uh, personally have found very beneficial recently. Uh, their website, again, is michaeljfox.org, and there's all kinds of information on here on, on their what their, their goal is, uh, the progress they're making understanding Parkinson's for researchers and take action and 88 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to research which uh, if you do a lot of homework on a lot of charities that's that's very high because a lot of charities some charities out there it's you know 40 cents of every dollar but 88 cents of every dollar goes to research and you don't and there's and they have it set up where there's ways to donate that you can donate without having to actually donate if you can't afford to donate uh, they have an actual Amazon Smile account to where if you donate or if you order on Amazon, you click their link before you shop on Amazon, and a half a percent of each sale goes straight to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Half percent of your of your purchase goes to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. So please uh, uh, check out their website for for research and details. And uh, after the movie. I got to, I got to doing a little more research, and 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 Michael J. Fox was recently doing an interview, and he said that there is great progress being made, which is very hope, which is uh, very exciting, with uh, with uh, treatment for Parkinson's, and he says at this point it looks like they may find a cure within ten years. Awesome. Uh, his his only complaint though was, he said he wished 
he wishes that the time and effort that was spent to find the treatment for COVID-19, that those same types of resources would be uh, set off for research into things like Parkinson's because it may shorten that timeline of finding a cure if we had the time, money, and resources right. placed on, on a disease like Parkinson's that they would that they posted with COVID-19. And I'm not knocking the research on COVID-19 at all because that's, that pandemic has affected everyone. It, it, it was It's hard to find a person that has not been either personally affected or knows a family or friend that has, has uh, suffered with COVID-19. But to, to see the, the, the amount of research put into that and the quick turnaround on that, uh, he said he would wish that that Parkinson's disease would get the same kind of attention and all of these other diseases that COVID-19 has, uh, has gotten. Yeah, it's something you got to consider. It's like, well, how close are we to a cure? And that, yeah, that maybe something like cancer cure, which is further off, yeah, maybe it'd be smarter to shift resources over to something that we have a reasonable... Yeah, it's something that we've been fighting for, for for decades. Yeah, yeah. I mean, COVID nineteen, it hit, you know, around November, December twenty nineteen, and within a year we found a, a vaccine for it, and now, and now we have treatments for it. I mean, they're still experimental, and I'm not talking, and I'm trying not to get in politics and all that. We're we're a movie review show, but yeah. to get to give you an idea of the spectrum of time and resources spent. We've been able to find a, a, a solution within a year, and 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 cancer and Parkinson's and, and things like that have gone on for decades, and have found it's 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 been a moving target. Yeah. Hmm. All right, I'll let you know that's good stuff, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing. That I know that's difficult, but yeah, thank you for sharing because you never know who might listen to this and might need that. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. There's a, there's so. It, it, it's one of those rabbit holes and once you start down mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard it's kind of hard path to go but Michael J. Fox a phenomenal actor and and it's you know when he was first diagnosed he was filming the show Spin City well he actually had it back when he was doing Family Ties back in 1991 mm-hmm. and when and it started really affecting him he's like yeah I can hide it or I can be the voice for it and say you know, and that's why he started all this. So, so phenomenal work, and uh, trying to get us back on track here. Awakenings is a very, very informative movie that uh, gives a lot of hope to to that there could be the magic key to to all this. Yeah, if something worked, even though it was imperfect. I mean, it did have. There's some hope there. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Because people uh, were, for a time, I mean, basically yeah, yeah. totally cured, but yeah, just didn't last. I'm ready for my pick. Okay, let, let's hear it. And we'll throw out a couple, though. So I'm going to start uh-uh. out with um, Unfinished Business. See if you can find that anywhere. I looked, but I couldn't really see it. Now, it's weird. It's on the... Tubi. Yeah, do we have Tubi? Uh, we do. Justin doesn't. Okay. Is that, is that watchable? Uh, let me see if I can make it watchable. Okay. That's my first pick because okay. Justin needs something upbeat yep. to pick him up out of this funk. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I had to change my pick, but you know, I like Justin, so I will. I'll cave. Scoundrel. Man, I had a good one too. That's fine. <laughs> Another bummer of <laughs> No, just more thought. A, a think piece where you okay. just kind of slow down and like, oh man, okay, yeah, what would you do in that situation? Right. How would you react in that situation? That's kind of, that, those are the movies I like. I like thinking about how people would react. All right, what do you think, Joe? Okay, yeah. Go, no, can, go. We can, I think we can make unfinished business possible. Okay, all right, well, we'll stop there then and I'll save my other picks for, uh, you know. A different day when Justin demands something up. <laughs> All right, unfinished business. I've seen this once a long time ago, and uh, and I giggled through some of it. There's a and couple of scenes that are just like, yep, that's awesome. And this yeah. is 2015, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. So next week, if you want to stay current with us, watch unfinished business and, uh, and then listen to our show. Yeah. Nice little nice little pick me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to got to get Justin's spirits up. <laughs> Well, I, 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 have, I have to admit... I like sad movies. It's kind of crazy, but I, I really do. I, I have to admit, if I didn't have a personal vested interest in the movie, mm-hmm. I would have been right with Justin. What? Oh, I, I can see... You'd been could, down into a medium? Well, I think it would have been a My a question large, would be, though... Okay, yeah, I can I, see a large, but not a medium. But I, I can completely... I can understand where Justin's coming from because it. Oh yeah, I, I mean, mean it is. You have to want to be in that mood to watch it, and when you come away, you're definitely not like smiling and happy. No, there's. It's a crap. That's a tough hand to yeah. get played, and you know how do you deal with it? That's what I'm saying. But I kind of like those. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 I can't beat Justin up on this for two reasons. One. That's right. We'll make him happy with the next pick. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, go so ahead. Just one. Justin, I have not yeah. seen Unfinished Business. So have you? No, okay. it's it's a hidden gem. So so we don't know. Yeah, you, it's got Vince Vaughn. What else you need to know? I like him. Okay. And Dave Franco. Come on now. Good yeah, we go. yeah we just seen uh, Dave Franco in uh, uh, the room or yeah. not the room, whatever. Uh, yeah. Disaster movie. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. What's he going to? What the new, what the new uh, sequel to the room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The new Tommy Wiseau movie. Uh, yes, that'll never be on my list. But okay, uh, I think we need. I think we should do a special episode on that. Uh, uh, get hold of Aaron over at the Roby Theater, and I don't and, think it's worth the uh, the time. I think we should watch, sit in the balcony seats of the Roby and watch that. Well, oh, if we could find uh, another like twenty thirty minute thing like Grandma and Ginga, I thought that was kind of fun when we got together and watched. Yeah, something like that. We should do another one of those sometime. <clears throat> well, we'll do a midnight showing at the Roby. We'll talk Aaron into uh, a movie. Uh, the top, new Tommy Wiseau movie. No. <laughs> Justin's not saying no, right, so right. so I think I may have some backing Justin, here. Justin, close this out. <laughs> Let's get out of here before Joe talks us into right. something. Well, I need a little help from Joe on this one. So oh, all right. Take us home. All righty. So all, for all of our news, reviews, and shenanigans, check out our website, beentherewatchthat.com, and be sure to follow us on social media at btwtpod for all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Been There, Watch That. We're on all major platforms, and our ep- and all of our shows are hosted by Anchor.fm. Okay. Ooh. Been There, Watch That, Awakenings, Justin's pick, which is uh, a good pick. I enjoyed it, and of course, you know, across the board. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Unfinished Business. So watch something upbeat and happy, and hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Dave, Dave's Dave's uh, slowing down on his uh, no, reaction it's, it's, time it's now. There. It's fast. It's good. 
<laughs> they probably even have an explosion in two for you, Joe. Ooh, all right. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> been, been there, watched that. For myself, Joe, and Justin, we'll be back next week. Thank you all for tuning in. And, uh, you know, everybody have a great week. Heck yeah. Here we go.